With the second pick, the Denver Broncos select Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP, Von Miller. Von Miller. Von Miller. Von Miller. What up? This is Von Miller, and this is the Von Cast on Bleacher Report and the Bleacher Report app. Um, you can leave your questions in the comments below about today's episode, and I get back to them in a minute. Um, today's uh, episode is going to be super cool. Got an episode with one of my guys. One of the biggest reasons why I came here to Buffalo. I don't think it would. I don't think it would be a Von in Buffalo if it wasn't for him and another guy that we had here. I think the Buffalo Bills have, have been the most swaggiest team for the last two years, and he's been the captain of that team for sure. And um, without any further ado, this is my guy, Stefan D. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> thanks for having me on, Bob. I appreciate you, bro. Like I said before, man, this is one of the biggest reasons why I came here. I know we talked about it before. Last year when I was with Denver, um, it was like some talk about them not picking up like my six-year option. And I talked to Diggs, like, and not even, that was like, that was like a serious conversation. Yeah. But, you know, throughout, um, throughout previous moments before that, like I had talked to him and asked him like, hey, how's Buffalo? Yeah. How you liking in Buffalo? Because my guy, he been all the way, he been all the way around the world. He been everywhere. You know, I seen him out in the streets multiple times. LA, LA, LA. LA, Miami. I seen my guy multiple places. And I was like, dang, if it's if it's cool enough for Diggs, like it'd be cool enough for me, man. And you could just talk about some of those, yeah. like some of those moments that we had before mm-hmm. like I got here. Yeah, it was crazy because you know, I would see you in LA. You, you know, you'd be in LA a little bit and yeah. be in Miami. So it was just like this damn, like it was hard to convince you now. The first time I tried to get him to come to Buffalo, he was like, man, I don't know. Da-da-da-da. And then like, I guess things started kind of turning a corner when uh you had like a little bit of conversation with Denver, you know, something like this, man. Well, you know, I'm, I'm still here. And I, I was think like, that was yeah. way that was way back in 19, that was yeah. in 20, 2020. Mm-hmm. I think that was in 2020. Um, I had talked to him. I was just asking questions. I had asked. You know, Diggs, Tremaine. Yeah. Um, I think that was like one of my first times talking to Josh on Instagram. And it's crazy because like, I hit everybody up mm-hmm. and everybody got back to me and everybody said like the same shit. Everybody's like, man, Buffalo, cool, man. I love Buffalo, this and that. And it still kind of felt like, damn, like, I don't know, man. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's Buffalo, but, you know, to like all the viewers and stuff, like when you get here, like you just, you just understand it. Like, you know, it's not really about like the clubs or like, you know, restaurants or, you know, anything like that flashy. The people here, like Bills Mafia, the people at the facility, the lunch ladies, like yeah. the infrastructure of the team from, you know, like the uh, the assistants to like the janitors to the front office ladies, like everybody's so accommodating. Everybody, you know, they want to see you do your very best. Everybody's happy all the time. And I can understand why everybody, you know, everybody loves Buffalo. That's why it was hard. Like I said, it was kind of hard to convince you because, I mean, it's, it's kind of hard to say no to LA, especially... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You spend time in L.A. L.A. is a, a beautiful place. It's a perfect yeah. place that things are going right, too. And y'all went on a hell of a run just to see your impact there. I was like, this damn. Like, I mean, last I was just like, what could have been? And I was like, shit, when shit kind of started coming in fruition, when you was thinking about it, I was like, this damn, we really we really might get him. I'm, I'm thankful you came. You came, you came man, I'm, I'm thankful I came here, too, man. And I would not have been here if it wasn't for my dogs. So I, I, I appreciate you, my boy. Um, I, you know, back in uh, 2021, when I was going through, like, my... Um, they were thinking about picking up my last year of my deal. And I was just, you know, I was just talking to see how it was just so I could like, you know, get just so just in case it did happen. Because in, in today's, you know, league, you never really know. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I was talking to Diggs and obviously, you know, I ended up going to Denver. I get traded to the Los Angeles Rams and I go through a whole run with L.A. And then um, the free agency comes. I think free agency was like right around a month after the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So. 
you know, right there, Super Bowl, like you, I mean, you still have the Super Bowl, like you got parties here, Vegas, this and that. And honestly, like, I never really thought that I was going to leave L.A. Yeah. Like, I was like, bro, like Aaron Donald. You know, everybody else in L.A., like Sean McVay, Les Snead, just L.A., the city in itself, like, it's hard to leave that spot. But Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, Greg Gaines, and mm-hmm. Leonard Floyd, I was like, bro, no matter what the record is, no matter what happens, you know, here in L.A., no matter if we're good or not, like, I could just ride out with those guys for the yeah, rest of my career. Yeah. I could, like, ride off into the sunset with these guys, bro. We in L.A. Like, we're going to get sacks regardless. It's me and Aaron Donald. I never played with a guy like yeah. Aaron Donald ever in my career. He's the best defensive player I played with. And I played with some guys. I played yeah. with Brian Dawkins. I done played with Chanton Bailey. DeMarcus, DeMarcus Ware. Like, I done played with, play with a lot of guys. Akeem Talib, Chris Harris, you know, T.J. Ward, the whole no-fly yeah. zone. Like, I done played with some guys. But Aaron Donald, like, to walk away from that, like, it was it was tough for me. And then free agency come. And the first day of free agency for me was like, oh, you ain't never been in free agency. Huh? You, you got traded. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, bro. Like, I went from having 16 teams potentially interested to 10 teams hmm. to five teams to two teams. And it's just the Buffalo Bills hmm. and the Rams. And it all happened, like, so fast. It happened within, like, two or three days. And I'm in the Bahamas. I'm in the Bahamas, like, and I'm going through free agency in the Bahamas. I'm sitting with the phone, like, right here while I'm sleeping. <laughs> and, like, I'm just waiting for any single call. Like, you know, they called me about Denver. They had picked up Randy Gregory, you know, and Coach McVay was calling me, asking me about, like, you know, Coming what's going back. on while yeah. we're waiting. And then the second day of free agency, uh, my agent called me. He was like, hey, like, Josh Allen will give you a call. Like, Diggs going to give you a call. And I was mm-hmm. like, damn, like, the Buffalo Bills for real? Because I almost got drafted <laughs> by the Bills. I almost Where? got drafted by the Bills. They was the number three pick, and I was the number wow. two pick. So I almost got drafted by the Bills. I was like, damn, the Bill's coming. And I started, I hit you. I we I think uh, y'all FaceTime me. Yeah, hell you called you trying to get you on that one. Like, what's going on? I need to, I need to see what's going on. Bro, but you know, I just, you know, it, the whole hold up for me was really just like leaving LA and and, and and Aaron Donald and all of those guys, man. But once you get here, you really just understand like what makes Buffalo special. You know, the food is crazy. I think that's my biggest difficulty here. Yeah. Is the food and trying to stay like underweight. But trust me, I know. Trust me, I know. <laughs> She's all right over here. I mean, LA, they got good food too. So I just can't imagine being in your situation because like walking away from LA took a lot. You yeah, know what I'm saying? That's why it's like, I'm, I'm, that's why I say I'm thankful you came here because once you get here, you really feel like, all right, this is, this is why they love it here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But before you get here, it's like, man, I don't know. Cause when I was about to get traded here, it was like, it was a big deal for me. Cause I was like, this, damn, like the first time they tried to trade for me was in the season. I told my agent, like, man, not right now. I don't know. Not right now. Cause you know, when people presume when you outside looking in, this was before, like when we had Halloween and season, they had went to the playoffs, but I was like, this, man, I don't know about Buffalo. Yeah. That shit don't, it shit don't sound right right yeah. now. Then I was like, after the season, I was like, man, it's either I go there or it was like the Jets or somewhere like that. I'm like, this. I'm, I'm going to go to Buffalo and see what's going on. Hey, bro, we got fucking Josh Allen. And, yes. You know, they had a they had a whole like, Brandon Bean, I'm a big fan of Brandon Bean. Yeah. Bro. And I had talked to you about Bean big too. Uh, when I was got, when I had signed, I asked my Bean, he was like, man, Bean, cool as shit. Yeah. Um, I had uh, been around other great GMs before, like Les Snead and George Payton and you know, uh, John Lynch and, and, and of course, John Elway. So to get around Brandon Bean, who's, you know, he just makes the position look like so desirable. Mm-hmm. And I talked to him about Brandon Bean and Brandon Bean said the same thing about like, Buffalo, you're going to learn to love it. Like, it's a great place. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I'm sitting here with my guy Diggs on the Vaughn cast. Like, we five games, six games into the season. Like, 
I love Buffalo. And I'm happy. I, and I'm happy. I'm, ca- I'm happy. I'm came here. At this point in my career, it's all about winning games and being successful and having another shot at a championship. And we got all of those things. Plus, we got you know great fans and great infrastructure of the team. Everybody's happy from Coach McDermott all the way down. Man, it's 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 really a, a great place to be. So if it's any potential free agents or anybody that's in Buffalo, man, you got you got Diggs, Josh Allen, myself. You know, we got some other teammates that might be coming here. I don't want to blow it up on right, that. Right, right. You know, we got some right. more teammates that might be coming. <laughs> um, our offensive line, Deion Dawkins. Like, bro, we got the whole nine here, man. And, you know, if you if you don't want your music producer, all of all <laughs> them. <even>. the videos. <laughs> Come on, we to the Buffalo videos, man. But, you know, Buffalo, they don't really have, like, a lot of things to do. At this point in my life, I just play golf and I play video games all day. Yeah. If I'm not playing video games, I'm streaming. Um, that's what my off day consists of. Or if my son is here, like, you know, I spend most of my time with my son. It's either my son, golf, or video games. Like, what do you do on your off day? Shit, uh, it's a busy-ass day, typically. Like, you know, we got the body maintenance and stuff. Yeah. So on Monday, I got uh, two massages a week, basically, uh, two IVs a week, two stretches a week, some other little minor stuff, a little hyperbaric chamber action, little stuff like that to try to keep my body fresh. You getting a hyperbaric? I, yeah. I, I had a hyperbaric in Denver. Like, you get in there consistently? I try to. You know what I'm saying? I don't get in as much as I can because you can't bring no phone in there. Yeah. So it's kind of like I get in there when I can. You know what I'm saying? Maybe a couple of hours. You know what I'm saying? See how you much I can do. No, I got one at the house. Okay. So I try to do that. Uh, I pick out what I'm about to wear prior during the week. You know what I'm saying? See what I got going on for the weekend because, you know, you, the week you pick your fit out before it? Like, yeah, probably on like a, uh, my off day, usually Tuesday. I'm saying, but you know, at the end of the week too, we got Fast Friday, so yeah, yeah, yeah. it depends on what day. I try to figure out what I'm wearing because I don't want to be. It's been times where I've been rushing out the house, and I was like, "Man, the fit don't look right. I, I, I ain't really yeah. fucking with it." So probably that right there, and then you know, family time with my my daughter in town. We spend that. We play with the Barbies and stuff like that. Don't tell nobody about that, but I play with the Barbies. <laughs> hey, you gotta, you gotta bit. do what you gotta do, man. <laughs> play with the Barbies a little bit. Uh, family time. My mama come. You know what I'm saying? I'll, God willing, hopefully my brother can come soon. You know, I'll be going out to Dallas and messing yeah. with him a little bit. But the off day, I try to get as much done dinner. On top of that work stuff, you know, like you working on your off day, this is probably something you love to do. But still on your off day, when you could be doing X, Y, Z, you dedicate more time to something. So I try to give 30% to all the things I got going on outside of football too. So despite all the other stuff, like what would the ideal off day oh, look for Diggs? You know, we got a lot of stuff that we like we have to do. Mm. You know, it's not really an off day, but if you really had an off day, what would the ideal... Off they look for look like for Stephon. If, if we could teleport, if I could teleport, I would fly somewhere. Give me some, I don't know, chicken parmesan. Give me a whole lot of sun because that's one thing about Buffalo. You might not get a lot of sun. We've had a good season so far going into <laughs> October, but you won't get a lot of sun. So I try to get some sun somewhere. Maybe a margarita or something. I don't know. I don't know but, it's so. all good, man. I, I like margaritas too. Plaza and Zoo, Riverside. Plaza and Zoo, Riverside, margarita. I love yeah. it, man. Hell yeah. But I don't know. That's it, bro. So did you did you watch the Monday Night Football game? Or no? We had to watch. You know, it's Chiefs. We got the Chiefs coming up this week. Got to watch play the Raiders. You watched it last night. What was your takeaways from it? I mean, in the anticipating in the beginning of the game, Raiders came out with the right mindset. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were running the ball efficiently. Josh Jacobs was one of the, my opinion, one of the so best good. backs. He, so he was running so hard. They had an early four from one. They went up top. They went in with the right mindset as far as like winning. I feel like towards the end of the game, they got a little bit away from running the ball, yeah. which gave them some success. Um, but I see like that crucial fourth down play. Um, it was kind of similar to the one they had early on in the game. They were damn near with zero coverage. Everybody was one-on-one and they had a little bit of a miscue. But just throughout that game, the Raiders had the right mindset. It was a little, I guess it was a little controversial with that going for two yeah. compared to kicking the ball. But 
you know, as a coach, you do what you think feels right, especially going in with that mindset, that aggressive mindset. Shit, they went for it on fourth and one, scored a touchdown. Yeah. Why not? Why not be aggressive? But it could have went anyway. I think, you know, obviously the Chiefs are a good team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Travis Kelsey had four touchdowns. I, I didn't miss yeah. that. That's very impressive. And Patrick Mahomes is obviously Patrick Mahomes. And they have a good defense. You know that their DC has a, like, he has that mindset of a Rolodex defense. Like, you know, yeah, he runs a lot of different stuff. Try to confuse the quarterback. Try to, you know, trick you on what you see. So it's going to be big for us to really hone in on what we see. Get out the huddle fast so Josh can least. all right, this is what I think I'm seeing. You know what I'm saying? This is what we're in so we can play fast. But I did watch the game. The game was exciting. That was some exciting moments. Was, I've been in the AFC West for 11 and a half years, man. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I remember those teams before the, like, the Derek Carr. And yeah. I, I remember the teams before, like, Justin Herbert and before, like, a Patrick Mahomes. So, I'm going to always be a fan of the AFC West. So whenever it's, you know, AFC West games yeah. on the telly room, I'm going to watch it, man. And I'm a huge Derek Carr fan. Like, yeah. And everybody might not know that, but I am a huge Derek Carr fan. I, I've, I've gotten to know him throughout the years at the Pro Bowl, you know, obviously playing against him. And he's just, he's such a great quarterback and he has so much talent. Mm-hmm. And he's really, truly a good guy off yeah. the field. You know, some guys, you know, you can't really say that. Not like you know him off the field, yeah. but I, like, I know Derek Carr yeah. off the field, man. And, he is he is genuinely a good guy, man. You just want to see success for those guys. So when I'm watching the game and I'm seeing Derek Carr go off, and then I I might I'm gonna take a step back when I watch the Broncos game. Mm-hmm. Like was it two weeks ago? I watched the Broncos game and Derek Carr is running for 20 yards, yeah, 20, 35 yards, 35 yards scramble. Like he doesn't do that. <laughs> yeah. So when I saw him do that, it, it showed me like he had an opportunity to go out of bounds, but he like veered back in and cut up the field and instead of sliding, he like dope. I'm like, yeah, bro. This is a different, like, Derek Carr. Derek Carr, he really want this win. I think they was, I think they might have been 0-3 by the mm-hmm. time. So he's like, bro, he really want that win. Like, he got Devontae Adams. Like, he yeah. got, he trying to prove, like, hey, like, this is the team. Like, I'm going to take it over. So when I saw him do that, I was like, okay, like, Derek Carr's back. Yeah. You know, he had, took a, he had took a step back from scrambling and I stuff after he had got hurt. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I think that was, I forgot what game it was, but I think one of the offensive linemen, like, fell on his leg, broke his leg. He kind of, like, he kind of, like, took a step back. Get it. But to see him, like, hey, like, I'm back running and stuff. I'm like, okay, Derek Carr really wants mm-hmm. to win. So going into this game, you know, I see Derek Carr, same, you know, play fake going Dog. deep to Devontae. Like, he's patient back there, even though they got a great pass rush with Chris Jones and Frank Clark, both yeah, of them are my guys. Crazy. Going crazy. And to, see, and to see Derek Carr, like, bro, like, you know, he, he composed and he really trying to win the game and they get up by 17 points. I'm like, okay, like, they're going to win this game. But at the same time, I was like, bro, Patrick Mahomes, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't never count him out. And he started like, you know, they, he started doing things that Patrick Mahomes does. 100%, 100%. You know, he started making these, making these little catches, you know, <laughs> flying Tom. But then Max Crosby had a crazy day too. He had yeah, two sacks. Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones, was, Chandler Jones was in his lap all day too. So I was like, damn, like, you know, the Raiders really might pull this one off. But slowly, like, see Patrick Mahomes, like, yeah. claw his way back in there. Travis Kelsey, like you said, four, touch. four touchdowns, 25 yards, seven. Seven receptions. A, he's a hell of a player. Hell of a player. I think just like you said, like the Raiders, in my opinion, was is a team that their record won't reflect how good they yeah, are. 100%. You know what I'm saying? They'll lose some games and then they yeah. could, they one of those teams that probably could still be in the mix. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like they, they win their first game, they they beat the Chargers. I know they won in four. They lost a couple of games and they beat the Broncos. Oh, I know they beat okay. the Broncos. Well, sure. I know like it's from a seven-point differential or something that they talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I know they beat the Broncos. They actually a good team. Like, I saw them talk about it today or I think on SportsCenter or something, but they were just saying that their record won't reflect how good they are yeah. because they have talent-wise. They got all the pieces. Defensively and offensively. And the losses that they had, they were they were like close. They they haven't been blown out of that. It's been it's all came down to like one possession. And even the game last night, it came down to like, 
you know, that, that call with Devontae Adams. And I'm sitting there watching the game. I'm like, bro, that's a catch. He got it with one hand, feet in. It could have went, it could have yeah, went right. both ways. And then the next play after that, the fourth down, you know, they run into like they run, run into each it. other. I, you know, I'm not a receiver. I like to think I'm I like to think I'm a raw receiver. <laughs> but I saw Devontae go inside. He's probably supposed to take an outside release. I was thinking that because it's either he was supposed to take an outside release or Hunter Renfro wasn't supposed to go outside because they was what we call pissing in the same Coke bottle. Yeah. And that's why they ran into each other. Cause he had a corner, he had a post. You don't know, in my in my mind, Tay might have been right and then I don't know. I don't remember it looked like that car. He threw, it looked like he threw the, the like post. He, he was throwing the post to Devontae in yes. the middle of the field. Yeah. Yes. So he was he was imagining him being there. I knew that. Well, man, like you know, I, I wanted to I wanted the Raiders to win for obvious reasons. Um, yeah. You know, of course, all those guys are my guys, man. Devontae Adams, uh, Derek Carr. You know, all those guys. I wanted them to win, obviously, because we playing the Chiefs this week. Hundred percent. We playing the Chiefs this week. Well, maybe this, <laughs> this might be even better. You know, um, Derek. Uh, you know, uh, not Derek Carr, but. Travis Kelsey, over the years, bro, like, I got to know Travis Kelsey, yeah. too. Swaggy off cool the field. Cool Swaggy off the field. Like, that's, that's, that, he's become, he's become one of my guys. I know, like, at the beginning of my career, like, we had, like, our, our little, like, online, like, spats and mm-hmm. whatever I said, like, you know, the fake Gron Cal. I think it was the fake Gron Cal, anything like that. But I'm here to say on the, the BR podcast, the Von cast, like, mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey has created his own lane. There we go. You know, and I'm an Aries, so I can admit whenever I'm wrong, like <laughs> you in the signs, you Aries. I mean, I'm I'm in the like I'm in the like my signs. Oh, like, you know, you know the people around. I don't, I'm not like a horoscope guy, but I know like my signs. I'm an Aries. Like Aries get along with other Aries, Leos, and like Sag. Yeah, I was like, I'm a Sag. That's how I know. I was like this. I get along with Aries. Like especially, I'm not that much in the signs, but the but the people that I'm around, they accuse you. Like even my assistant, she loves signs. She'll tell me like. Oh, you don't get along with this person because they're this, and I'm like, damn. I thought they was kind of cool, but that's yeah, I'm, 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 I think it's, I think it's, I think it's dope. You know, like have like at least something that you, you know, you can have, especially on like any friendship or relationship mm-hmm. that you might have. But I'm here to say, like, I was wrong. Like Travis Kelsey is in his own lane. <laughs> he's obviously a Hall of Famer. He, he's he's created his own lane. Him and Patrick Mahomes have a have a have a connection or a relationship that has never been seen before here in the league. And Travis, you know, I, I give it to you, man. Like, hopefully we can get you on the BR podcast you know, <laughs> one of these days, the podcast one of these days, man. But you have created a, a Hall of Fame career, man, and kudos to you, man. And I'll see you this week. Maybe we can talk about it before the game, maybe even during the game. <laughs> facts, facts, facts. But during that game... Trying to block you. you yeah, like, I mean, you know... Hey, I get him. You know, I don't want to create no, you know, no bulletin board material. But yeah, you, know, you can try to block me, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do man. I know if, he, if they had to pick, like, uh, covering Von, covering Travis Kelsey or blocking, uh, uh, blocking or uh, Travis Kelsey blocking me. I'm you know I just you know I, I'm sure it'd be fifty fifty. Yeah, there we oh, go. Man, I'm sure it'd be fifty fifty. Right. Roll the dice. But if it was reverse and Travis Kelsey had to cover me, I don't know. It's a I, I don't know, man. I don't know because in my heart, like I'm fast. <laughs> like I, I feel like I'm fast. I can kids. I can do all that stuff. So back to the game. Like it was obviously some controversial like things that happened in the game. You know, it's roughing the passer, and not only. The roughing the passer call on Chris Jones, but you know the roughing the passer call on on, uh, on Tom Brady and, and uh, Grady Jarrett. Yeah, too. Like both of those was crazy. What do you what do you think about those? It was tough because I mean I know Big Chris man, and obviously like from visual, it wasn't roughing the pass. I've seen people get hit a lot harder, yeah. but you've seen this. I mean specifically this year, you've seen a lot of guys like push a guy or shove a guy. You barely really hit them. You feel yeah. like. In the past, that would have never been a call, but they've been kind of throwing a, trying to protect the quarterbacks a lot this year. He tried, I mean, 
Being, I don't know how big Chris Jones is, yeah. but I imagine he's close to 300 pounds. Yeah, he kind of braced himself too with his and left. He tried to like try to keep him. He tried to keep yeah. him from landing right on top of him while he's trying to take the ball from him. It's a lot to ask from uh, a D lineman, even though Chris is crazy athletic. Like he's trying to strip the ball, he's trying not to land on somebody. Hard. It's a lot to ask from somebody playing football in general. But then like it's just so controversial with the calls. You see, that game could have went another way. It could have, yeah. And it could have went solely just because of that play. Like damn, we had a turnover. Like and then this is just like I don't know, man. Like. I love oh, me some TV 12, but like Grady, my guy, and I don't really see much. Now my dog trying to kick him. My dog Tom Brady trying to kick him. I mean, if you if I'm on a team, you want to see a quarterback get mad, he tried to, he he try to, to get him out of there. Tom Brady, you know, I got a special relationship with Tom Brady, but he was he was obviously mad. Yeah. But I think the league put out a memo not too long ago, like falling on a quarterback won't Sling. be allowed. And he just all he really did was like sling the guy, like Tom Brady didn't, you know, hit his head or anything mm-hmm. like that. And I'm all about player safety. Yeah, like, 100%. You know, if anybody that's watching this play, this this podcast, y'all know I'm all about player safety and how to and trying to make the game as safe as possible. Because I want my son to play this game. You know, mm-hmm. I want other kids to fall in love with this game the same way I fell in love with this game. And the only way we can get there is to make it as as safe as possible. And I get like you got to take we got to take care of the quarterbacks, but at the same time, like we got to be able to like judge these calls or review these calls. But that's a slippery slope too, because mm-hmm. once we start like. Reviewing stuff, if everything is reviewable, then like, what, I mean, why we need to, why we need the refs, you know, why we need the refs. So obviously, crazy. so obviously they got to put in the call like, okay, if it's a rough and a pass the call, it should be reviewable. But they they did the same thing with passing interference too, didn't they? Like a couple of years ago, they took away, they had to pass interference. But even that, that'd be crazy. In the future, you might see no refs. Refs might not have a job anymore. Everything would be reviewable. They'll just be watching it from up top. That'd be crazy. But I think they had passing interference call, but even then, like. As a ref, if I made a call, whether you think it's controversial or not, they were really pretty much sticking with the call. I probably got reversed like once or twice. All right, and that's what I do, man. I, you know, I, you know, I, I sat the quarterback. That's like that's like my my mm-hmm. main job. That's what I do. I, I got to come into the game. Of course, we got to win. That's the most important thing. And I got to sack the quarterback. Like this, what I do, and just my just my point on it is like. It's got to be reviewable, but that's always a slippery slope. Yeah. Like Diggs has said, it's a slippery slope because. You know, they, they can put it in and then it not get called and then why are we why are we stopping the game for yeah. this? But you know, we do a great job of making the game safer. We do a great job of making the game more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely something that we should review in the offseason. And we got we got Michael Parsons right here. This is my guy. We got Michael Parsons right here. He said, We won't call this, but we are caught roughing the passer, laugh out loud. Can we focus in and protect def- defensive players too? I don't think they care about y'all to be honest. <laughs> I mean, they have to, bro. They have to like. So, for instance, like, the most valuable position in football is, of course, the quarterback. Yeah. And then you go to who affects the quarterback most, like the pass rusher. Yeah, yeah. Michael Parsons is coming up. Like, his contract, bro, his contract, we're going to have to give him $55 million. Dollars. $55 million dollars a year. year. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's coming. Like, it's coming. Like, and if, you, if we're going to protect the quarterbacks, we got to protect the pass rusher. Yeah. Then you got to protect the wide receivers. And then the offensive line, too. Like, everybody has a, a joint... All three, all four of those positions, they make the game like what it is. The pass rushers, the O line, the pass blockers, the wide receivers catch the ball from the quarterbacks. Like those four positions, and the corners too. You can't leave. You no, can't, can't leave, leave the CVs. I can't leave the CVs out. But the corners are that's the most difficult position in all of sports. You think so? I think it is. I think. Give me is. your top three hardest positions. In all you of said sports, DB is in all of sports or just nah, just football right now. So I think uh, from a mental standpoint. Obviously, it has to be quarterback because the good quarterbacks, like you processing information like real time, you seeing this, 
you got to, you know, be able to anticipate this route. A quarterback, that's the most valuable position in, in our sport. Right. Next, one, one. I think difficulty will have to be cornerback because they're guarding guys like you. they got guys like you and like other talented receivers around the league. And I'm sitting here at five yards. Maybe, you know, I might press him or I might be off by 10 and I can't touch the guy. I can't hold the guy. I got to like sit here and wait on him. And I actually, I got to react to him. Each and every move that he do, I got to react to him and I can't touch him. Then the ball is in the air. And then I don't even know the ball is in there. I got to judge you by looking at the ball and I got to turn around. <laughs> you just got to be athletic. You got to have hips. You got to have feet. You got to have everything. And then number three, I'm not going to say my position or your position. <laughs> because they say, because they, I had my guy, Akeem Tlaib, he told me a long time ago, he's like, bro, your position easy, bro. Like, you basically a wide receiver on defense. You just rush, yeah. rush, rush. Yeah. The offensive line don't know what you're doing. Like, I, okay, I, I get it. And then receiver, you know, you got to, you got the quarterback throwing you the ball. You got to have a great quarterback. Yeah. You know, whoop de whoop. But I, I take a step back and I would say, don't say O-Lama. I, 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 bro, I have Don't to. Don't say it's tough, I'll argue bro. with them every day. It's tough, bro. They're going to listen is. to this and be like, monster, it was... It, was it really hard. is, bro. It is, a, it is a tough position, bro. I'm telling you. Because I'm going against the guys and I and I got it, I got it from a and different... And you do a great job, so how, how, I got how hard is it really? I could get blocked all fucking game. And then two plays out of the game, I, you know, bust a move or like slip the guy and I get a sack force fumble and everybody going crazy. And this guy had to block. He had to really be on top of all of my movements and react. And he's a hundred pounds bigger than me. That's why it's not hard. Like, <laughs> he's hundred pounds bigger you than give me. Up two plays and you balling. Like I always say that the hardest position is quarterback. One, we went one for one. That next position was definitely not. They say corner, but like I don't say corner. Why I don't say corner is because we all grew up playing tag. Yeah. And you had to run away from somebody, or you had to kind of you know catch up with them to tag them. Yeah. I kind of. Equate that tag to DB a little <laughs> bit, so they gonna hate me for saying that. So I was, I never go cornerback second. I usually go like receiver or something. Like, it's you know, hard to get open and catch. The ball. It is, it is, it is, bro. It is, bro. You are going against athletic guys that some of these guys play receiver. Some of these guys and play receiver too. My little brother. Some of these guys know like what, like what you think, and like it's honestly any position in football is tough. Like yeah. this is, this is a. I don't want to say like a man's game because obviously like women can play this game too. It is a tough, challenging game. And um, from the ground up, from all week, from preparing for this game, from the mental element of this game to, uh, you know, the the, um, the taxes, like, phys- physically that you have to pay week in and week out. Mentally. Sure. It, is, it is a tough game. And all these positions that you play, especially at a high level, especially at a, at a level like Diggs or like Josh Allen or like Micah Parsons, like, it takes a lot to get there. You know, mm-hmm. so I got to give respect to all the positions, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We just had, I just had to talk about it. It's, it's, a, no it's argument. A, you know, it's, it's it, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I won't say like, just for the sake of our conversation, like, you know, I just say like all of these positions is tough, but in my opinion, like, you know, quarterback, you know, um, corner. I'm on the Vaughn cast. And offensive lineman. And offensive lineman. And what was, what was the question I had? Has the way you play defender changed since you came into the league because of the way they make calls? Honestly, yeah. Like it changed before when I first got here, you could just, I could just do whatever to the quarterback. Yeah. Like I could just grab him, sling him down. Like I could do whatever I want. Um, but now, like it's changed. Like they put such an emphasis on protecting the quarterback. Obviously, because you know, out of thirty-two teams, thirty of these guys are like the face the of the big league. Deal. All, thir- all thirty-two big. of these guys are the face yeah. of our league. They're the future of our league. So obviously, you got to protect these guys. But yeah, it has changed. And for me, like I put so much emphasis on the ball. Like yeah. if I get a free, sh- if I dip a guy and I got a free shot at the quarterback, like I'm not thinking like just. Yeah. Blown. Yeah, I'm not thinking just like, bro, just tackle the shit. I'm not thinking, I'm not thinking like that. I'm thinking like, get the ball, let me get the ball out. 
Because I, I think, like, once you, like, put a focus on the ball and not actually, like, the player, yeah, yeah, yeah. it changes, like... Now, of course, like, if I can't get the ball, I just got to tackle the guy. But for me, what has always helped me, like, avoid, like, roughing the passer calls or, and, like, anything crazy versus the quarterback is just I focus on the ball. That is the most important thing of a football game. I've seen it in the Super Bowl. Yeah, so I, that's what I'm thinking about, bro. I'm going after the ball, bro. So, yeah, it, it, it has changed the way you play. I got a question now, like, because, like you said, protecting y'all, but at the same time, Put you in a very vulnerable state for like a quarterback, like those mobile quarterbacks, yeah. like a guy like Josh or a yeah. guy like Patrick Mahomes, who he not just getting tackled like a normal guy. Like yeah. you ain't just bringing Josh down by just tackling oh, him yeah. like how you could probably tackle a smaller quarterback. I feel like I got a question. Like, do you feel like they should make it some parameters? Like, if I got two hands on him, he shouldn't be able to throw this ball away, or he shouldn't be able to do what a lot of the good ones do. Yeah, like, shake off a guy and try hands, to yeah, Josh, exactly Josh do it all exactly. The time. Yeah, I mean. No, it's always going to have to be like me. I got to put the guy on the ground and get the ball out. I think it'll always be there. And I think this rough, I think, honestly, we kind of overreacting to these rough and the passer calls because like it's been two crazy ones like in this. But I think over time, like it'll settle down, like our competition committee will figure it out. And I've been in the league 12 years, bro. And like things like this, they always like, they always like work themselves out. Like yeah. any safety issues that we have in our league, they always like work themselves out. And I think that's just where we at. Like this, It'll work. It'll, everything will work itself out. Mm-hmm. And I'm a pass rusher, and I'm going to the quarterbacks each and every week. And I just know, like, you know, shit like this, it will work itself out. But, you know, this last week, we got we got a dub. Yeah. And it's all about dubs. It's all one. about dubs in the league. We got a, a big dub over the Steelers. Um, Josh Allen had a career day, 224 yeah. yards. That's a mad. I think he had that in the first half. He ended with, like, 424, right? Oh, yeah. He said he had 424 yards, oh, my man. Damn. 424 yeah. yards. And he didn't even play the third quarter. So he would have probably had like a... Oh, yeah. It probably been some mad shit. He probably... He, it would have easily broke like... Jesus Christ. He would have easily broke 500 yards at least, you know? Do you... In my opinion, this is my question to you. From watching Josh Allen before you were on this team, did you think he was as good as he is right now? I knew he was good. We played... We played uh, the Bills in 2019, I think. Mm-hmm. We played the Bills in 2019. You was on this... You was, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. we played the Bills in 2019. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, you were. You were. <laughs> you was, bro. We, we, played the Bills in, <laughs> we played the Bills in 2019, and I, I just remember, like, going against Josh, and him, he was running around. And usually, that like, quarterback would run around and step out of bounds. And Josh, like, ran around and took it was, like, 60 yards. I'm like, bro, like, who does that, bro? Like, what are you doing? Like, like he went crazy that game, so I knew it. And then, like, over time, just me being a fan of the league, and, like, eventually, I want to be, like, a GM, so you got to pay attention to college and, like, other players around the league. So I've seen Josh's... Uh, evolution throughout all this time. And I saw, like, in particularly, like, last season, like, he just continued to take these steps. So I knew, like, Josh was Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. But seeing it up close and personal, like, hearing practice, like, being around him in the locker room, like, fucking uh, seeing him, like, kicking at his house, playing Blu-ray, yeah. and, like, being around, like, just being around him in general, it made me, it made me really realize, like, hey, this guy is, like, special. It's not just, like, yeah. one of those, it's like one of those fluke years. What do you, how you feel about Josh? I of course, him. of course, we hate got him. you know we got this hate coming him. up in a segment. So. Hate him, can't stand him. <laughs> Josh got one of those like fairy tale ass stories, bro. Like it's kind of weird, but you know, a kid out of Wyoming, big arm. You know, what I'm saying going in the draft, and then his first couple years, he had some success, and then like I kind of knew about Josh already because they came and kicked our ass in Minnesota one year. Like you know, we had we were 17 point favorites going into the game, and we got the bye week right after. Yeah. So we got our mindset on shit, like Buffalo coming. We're going, all right, we're going to walk them. We go to the bye. 
So they came in. They came in with a right mindset. I think they went up two scores, like in the first or second quarter. I'm like, this, hold, hold the fuck up. Hold up. What's yeah. going on? And then I was like, this shit, like, y'all better get y'all shit together. They about to beat the shit out of us. And then next thing you know, like, we're down like 20 points or something crazy. And I'm like, this, damn, we about to really, about to really lose to the Bills. And I'm like, shit, well, game's over now. Bye week, here I come. And then that was my only thing I had registered in my brain as I was about to get traded. So as I'm about to get traded and I had the team to choose from, I had a clear image of Josh Allen in my brain. And then, like, they had went to the playoffs against Houston the year before. And, like, he had a hell of a game. Like, he, like, caught a touchdown, like, a pass, or he threw him a touchdown. He had threw some shit. He had ran. And I was like, I don't know what y'all talking about, but he a winner. Like, he a dog. Yes, yes. So, I, uh, when I got traded or whatever, I had met him in the offseason. I'm like, damn, he kind of, you know how you meet somebody yeah. and it's like, you might not, like, immediately, like, click, yeah. but it's like, damn, like, he cool as shit. Like, I could, you know what I'm saying? Like, this 100%. shit, all right. So, I kind of went in with that mindset and then moving forward as the season started progressing, I was like, this shit, like, Josh, Josh, cool as shit. Like, we would play the game together, like, little kid shit, shit that adults usually don't typically do. And I was like, damn, like, I, I fuck with Josh. And then, like, as the season went on, we had a lot of success together and him throwing me the ball and shit like that. Like, I owe him a lot of credit to my success, uh, especially going into a new new team where, you know what I'm saying, a lot of, sometimes shit don't go right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And this is one of those stories that, well, it did. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I, when I, first and foremost, I always thank God. But then I always give a lot of credit to Josh. Like, even that first year, he won't tell you this, but... That first year, I felt like uh, I felt like he he kind of like changed my career to the point where I wanted to be. I wanted to blossom and I wanted to turn into one of the top receivers in the league. And he helped with that. So for Christmas, I had got him a little. Uh, I had bought him like a watch, like a nice little, nice little watch. Yeah. A little uh, what was it? It was something. It was something small. I asked him about it. I bought him a little watch for Christmas. He was happy about it. But it was just something that I was like, shit, bro, you you were part of my success. So I wanted to show my gratitude to him. And, you know, by not only that, just getting open to catching the ball for him because my job is to keep him looking good, too. Yeah, one, bro, 100%. Like, I, I told you, like, I like to play GM sometimes. And I like to mm-hmm. just think, like, like you said, like, just because it's supposed to go right, like, it never go right. But when I seen, like, when I saw you, like, get traded here, like, with Josh Allen, I saw, like, the jumps he was making, bro. I was like, bro, you about to take him. I think that's you on Instagram. Like, hell yeah. You, yeah, hell yeah. I'm like, bro, you in a good spot. Like, Josh, like, to see that, that's all he really needed. Like, he didn't have, like, you know, he had great receivers, but, mm-hmm. you know, a Stephon Diggs, bro. Like, that's all That's all he really needed, bro. And to see y'all, like, take Gosh. off like that, bro. It's, it's, Appreciate that, bro. bro it's, it's fucking crazy, bro, for sure. It's a, it's a, it's, that's why I say it's a fairy tale story. Like, if, if it could happen this way for everybody, I wish it would. You know what I'm saying? Especially this league that we in now, I feel like it's different than, like, 10 years ago, 10, yeah. 15 years ago. Because you see guys ride things out in their career, like, as far as, like, being with the same team yeah. or just, like, just little shit like that. So, for me, it was, like... At this point, you take control of your life. You're the CEO of your life. You run it how you see fit. And if you're not happy, you got to make the necessary changes. And if you see more for yourself or you want just some some type of different role, like you see a guy like Minka Fitzpatrick, who was in Miami originally, you know what I'm saying? Hell of a player. And he just felt like, damn, like I'm not going to blossom in this situation. I need a different situation. He went to the Steelers and he's one of the best safeties in the league. He went, took another step. Yeah. Miami had him at corner. You know what I'm sure. saying? So it's just like little things like that. You can kind of see, yeah, some guys, sometimes it didn't work out for guys who wanted to go other places, but uh, I'm one of them. And, you know, as an example, Mika Fitzpatrick, just guys go in and say, man, I need something different. And you shouldn't, you should never feel wrong for that. Never, bro. Like you should always, bro. If you, if you, I would. I'm always a fan of like betting on yourself. I know mm-hmm. we talked about Lamar Jackson and you know the things that he did, man. So that just fall in line with what you just said, bro. You got to mm-hmm. bet on yourself. You got to mm-hmm. believe in yourself. But back to the Steelers game, like shit got chippy, bro. Like oh yeah, yeah, shit got a little shit, shit got up, chippy, bro. bro. Like <laughs> like your reaction to see like Kenny Pickett like put yeah. put Shaq Lawson like that. I think 
from my point of view, it's kind of like similar to the Ken Dorsey situation when they saw him like, yeah. like go a little bit. Ah, I liked it. Shit, he's not my quarterback though, so he's still the ops. But as he, <laughs> as I saw him do that, I was like, that takes a lot of guts from a quarterback position to push a D line, especially 100%. especially one like that. Like, as you know, Shaq ain't no sucker. Like, Out of all the people, you push, you just push Shaq guys. Yeah. yeah, so like. It's, it showed like he, he tough. Like he, I mean, and his teammates came and backed him. So you got to one, give him some respect and two, be like, all right, he might got some. I always say they got some shit with him. Yeah. He ain't your regular little run in the mill. Take it. I'm going to just take it on the chin. Yeah. I, when, I say, when I saw it, bro, I was like, okay. I always like to look at both perspectives. Like, okay, mm-hmm. they, they down 38 to, to three. And I don't think it's so much about like the hit that Shaq had on him. I think it was so much like, hey, this is our score or the situation that we're in. It's not acceptable. Mm-hmm. Like this, this ain't gonna be us. Like this is my first start, but I'm gonna show y'all. Like I don't, I'm not accepting this shit. Like I'm gonna take. Like this ain't, this ain't good with me. 100%. And then not only that play, like the scuffle uh, versus uh, when when um, when James Daniels had pushed Hamlin. Like yeah. they went crazy over that shit too. I think that was just another like case of like, bro, like we not we not gonna accept this shit. I know what this, I know what the score look like, bro. Mm-hmm. But this shit ain't gonna fly. And I was on the sideline right here, bro. I, I came up. Of course, I'm not gonna get no scrum. Like I don't like to say I'm too old for shit, but <laughs> I'm too old for that <laughs> hey, shit. Roll an ankle or something. Now I'm over. Three hundred pounds. You got you got you got twelve. You got fucking twelve three hundred pound plus guys right here from both teams. Like going around pushing guys or doing. I'm bro. I'm not getting in that, yeah. bro. Like I love all my guys. I love my colleagues, but I'm not getting in that. But I walked up after and I was like, bro, what are y'all doing? And I think it was Cole on the Steelers team. It was like, bro, it was on the Bills. Like mic'd up today. I was like, bro, what are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? He looked at me and said, I don't know. <laughs> he looked at me and said, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, bro. Like, I didn't know what's going on either. I, I know I saw, I know I saw my guy Dan Moore though. He like slapped the guy. Like he like, <laughs> he like, he like held it back and he like slapped the guy, bro. It was so funny, bro. And I, you know, at this point in my career, bro, you like look at the silver lining and everything, bro. Mm-hmm. When everybody started fighting, I was like, bro, these, bro, these young guys crazy, yeah, bro. It's, it's crazy. Bro. I think that's an example of Buffalo too, though. Like, like as our team, you see that video. Like our team don't be having that shit. Like all our youngers, they they on that. They trying to see what's going on, make sure everything, everything. Like, it's, real, it's something that my but like I'm too old for that shit. Like somebody pushed me the wrong way, I'll <laughs> ankle roll or something. I can't add that. I can't add that. But I love them. And I know I, I digress a little bit, but you know I want to talk fashion a little bit. Been on the fashion, been on the fashion shit forever, bro. And you know I got Kyler Mary. He wore this this. Uh, I, I don't know what it was. He wore this green. This green pantsuit. Let me see what's before going the game, on. and like, oh, that's that's Dior. Or I, bro, I don't a, even know what a, it was. Not to throw the label out, but that's Dior. I actually seen it when I was in the Dior store, and it was. Uh, I mean, I I don't. I would wear some. I would wear it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Maybe y'all don't like it, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, his fits usually be great. And this, be great this, I like I like this fit too. It's, it's not for everybody. I feel like it's eclectic, and you know what I'm saying? As long as he being himself, I'm gonna embrace it. But I actually saw this. And if I'm not mistaken, it is Dior. And shit, Man, when I seen it. when I seen Kyler put it on, bro, I was like, bro, this is something I would wear too. Like exactly, you know, I like wearing I like wearing shit that like everybody, you know, what I'm saying, can't pull off. Like pull up Von fit the Beyonce fit. <laughs> right now, we had that on there last it week. Was five. We it had was it on five. last week. Uh, who didn't like it on the team? Somebody was talking that was shit. Tim Soto. Like, Tim Soto. Like, you know, people don't be knowing, bro. They don't be knowing, bro. Kyler, yeah, Kyler, bro. I'm like, bro, like this is hard, bro. Like this is hard. And some people were saying like. If you wearing this to a football game, like how could you be focused? Honestly, what? what you wear to a football game has nothing to do about how you play. Honestly, I feel like you should dress nice because Deion, Deion Sanders said it a long time ago. Like, if you dress good, you play good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you play good, 
they pay good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like Kyler, bro, he he just he embody he embodying that. And I feel like if we was if we was rappers or singers or entertainers in any sport, I mean of any like type of field or genre, mm-hmm. our concert or our our biggest day of the week is game, game day. Yeah. So whenever you're going to game day, you should always dress to the T. You should always take advantage of the, of the spotlight and the platform to go out there and dress nice and. You know, I, I like I like Kyler Murray's fit. I've always liked your your fits, and I've liked the bills for everybody. You know, I always like people, you know, dressing dressing up and 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 putting on something that you ain't never really seen before. Cam Newton did it forever. 100%. Like you just you just see stuff like you you able to like take this platform and like really make it your own. Because whenever you dress, you really can like promote. You can really like promote yourself. 100%. You can show who you are without saying who you are. You know what I'm saying? So Form I'm all, expression. I'm always for like you know guys dressing like that. I see I see you. I see you on a daily basis. I'm like this. Because, like, when it comes down to style, people don't really understand, especially when it comes down to eclectic. Not every, not everybody's going to agree with what you're yeah. wearing, but that's why they're not wearing it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, shit, as long as you being yourself, you know what I'm saying? You know when somebody being themselves. Like, like for example, I see you brought the car hard shit a long, long time ago. Yeah. You could tell, like, but you also kind of grew up on that, yeah, too. Like, that was just, like, that's your swag. So when people being themselves, like, you can always, I can always thoroughly, like, be like, I'm going to embrace that. I respect that because you being yourself, like, your style is your style. That shit not for everybody. Well, my fashion icon is is Lil Wayne, right? Oh, yeah. And I've been, a, I've been a, I've been a Lil Wayne fan since, since I was a little kid. And I saw Lil Wayne dressing, you know, he just really put on, he really put on shit that he liked. He put on shit that he feel like is, is cool and, and shit that he, it might be, Whatever it might be expensive, it might not be expensive. It might be uh, expensive like hat, or it might just be like a two dollar hat from somewhere else. He wears shit that he liked, and when I saw when I saw him as a little kid, that always like was my inspiration mm-hmm. for fashion. Like I'm just gonna wear what I like, not necessarily thinking about brands. Like it could be a it could be a high fashion brand, or it could be just you know a, a brand from the dollar store. Like. I'm gonna wear what I'm gonna wear like shit that I think is cool, man. And I always enjoy like. People wearing shit that they think is cool. Money don't money don't give you style. It don't because a lot of people with bread too. They, I know a lot. They had a they had a Louis V hat, yeah. Louis V shirt, Louis oh. V pants, Louis V shoes. I would love make, it. They, they don't make it like <laughs> they, they don't, don't make, make it, it like nice. swag. Like just because you know, just because it is what it is, don't make it like. It's swag. how you wear. It's how you wear a lot of shit too. Like I could make this hat like. This hat might not be much, but the way I wore it, it'd be like this. Damn, that hat probably super expensive. No, I just got this from the gas station. Bro, and a big and a and a and a big example of that is like my guy uh, DeAndre Hopkins and my guy Jamal Adams. Like they go to Walmart and Very like chill swag. They go to Walmart and put some shit together. Like they look, they look like out damn. the men's section. Yeah, they look damn. like damn. What is this? Like that's what it. it's about, bro. Like, I respect it. And I seen those guys do that. Like I like I like I wanted to like you know really like. Empower them, like bro, like this is what it's about, bro. It's not always about like high brands, of course, high brands and high fashion brands is cool, but like, bro, you want to wear shit that's hard. Bro. Yes, there we go. Pull that foot up. There we go. Beyonce sent me that, man. And you, and you gotta have. Listen, not everybody not only has the will to have it, but you gotta have the confidence. You know what I'm saying people don't be people lack confidence. That's why they dress like other people. When you're dressing like yourself. That's when you can be like this. Nah, I put this shit on. I got this shit together. And I got from Beyonce. Yeah, I ain't got, whether Beyonce I ain't got shit from Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce. Whether Beyonce sent it to me or not, bro, like, I still would like wear this shit because it just, it just stand up, bro. And it was raining that day. Like, I was just like, bro, like, just the rain gonna fall off this shit, bro. And <laughs> that shit, fine, fine. Like, Beyonce sent, it's got the, she sent me the whole thing. Yeah. I'm like, bro, like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm rock this shit. I respect that. But, bro, you, you've been the king. You've always been the king of memes oh, in the shit. NFL, bro. Like you always going viral. It's it's always it's always something like memes. Like 
They love you, bro. And you can't, we can't have a social media oh, segment man. without looking at some of your most Let me viral see something, moments. man. Let me see something, man. Embarrass me, all right? I don't think nothing embarrassing, bro. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I think it's, uh, bro, I, I just, it just go with it, bro. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, this is my teammates. They're partly some of the problem because they'll, on the sideline, you don't understand. You've been there. Yeah, yeah. You go into that weird place of, you know what I'm saying, battling out there on the field and then you come full circle on the sideline and then you like, after a big play, I've seen you make some of the biggest plays I've ever seen in my life. Like when you strip, strip cam, and there's like plays like that. You go to another place to be like this. This is what I work hard yeah. for. This is why I feel like I'm him. You know what I'm saying? And him is a new thing. Like him ain't always been a thing, but like, I mean, we got a lot of people saying they, they have him. There's a lot of them, bro. It's only, bro. It's only, it's, it's it's only, only a couple of him. It's only a couple of him, bro. When I, when I saw you come up, because this obviously was our first like real game playing yeah. together, bro. And you know, Jalen Ramsey, that's that's one of my guys too. And I've been around him and I've seen him like ball out. I've seen him lock down guys. Mm-hmm. Then when you when you caught when you made the plays that you made against Jalen, bro, and before you was in the off the field, because I'm on defense, I'm getting ready to go. And I always like to be down on the offensive side, so I don't yeah. have to walk, I don't have to walk that far. So I'm sitting here. <laughs> and before you even got off the field, bro, you was like, I'm him, I'm him, I'm him. I was like, bro, bro, he really, bro, he, <laughs> bro, he really here, bro. He really him, bro. Like, bro, I, bro, I, bro, I like, I like, I like, I like laugh, bro, because it was just like, it was just so it was enjoyable to me to like. Really like witness like like greatness like play oh, by play because at my at my at my at my twelve years in league, bro. Like I like I said, I looked for the silver lining at every moment and start the season off like that, bro. And like, bro, and Jalen one of the biggest like trash yeah. talkers there yeah, is, yeah, bro. Yeah, and yeah. like you saying like, bro, I'm him coming up like that amplify everybody else around that, bro. you, bro. Like, That's crazy. And to see like the back end of that because you started off on the field yeah. and you walked to the sideline. And I think the defense is on there and to see you like keep it going, bro. Like it ain't. I, I don't think you. I don't think you try to make these. These viral moments, they just they just come That's to you, crazy. bro, and they, they make it even more dope, bro. Crazy. That game was just like a, you know, we went in the mindset like you you was on the sideline, kind of preaching something. I've never seen that. Don't blink. That don't blink is real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying and it's something that resonated between everybody, and it was just like those moments, like especially that game, like presumably you know Jalen Ramsey the best corner in the league. Yeah. You know what I'm saying bar none. You know what I'm saying? So as a as a competitor, you know, you know what I'm saying? You take that as a challenge for yourself. You know what yeah. I'm saying? If you if you wanted the best or you the best, you gotta show it. You gotta show, I gotta show it. You know what I'm saying? That was more so for me. You know, I know Jalen, you know what I'm saying? He's a hell of a player too, as well. Like he is no no doubt one of the best in the league. And you know, I saw that as like not only something for my teammates, because as a leader on my team, as a captain on my team, I gotta lead my guys the right yeah. way. You know what I'm saying? As cool as I am with people, I still gotta lead my guys the right way. I'm standing on business at all times. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Giving the energy to my team and that kind of thing too, it kind of like, I think it works for a circle too. It does, bro. And like, you know, energy, bro, like that shit rub off. I've been on so many different teams, bro, and the energy, mm-hmm. it really like rub off on your teammates, bro. I, I remember in 2015, like a key to lead, Chris Harris, mm-hmm. we was all sitting at, at a table, Emmanuel Sanders too. E, and the key e. was like, hey, like, I'm going to win MVP. And then, like, Chris Harris went to, like, bro, I'm going to win MVP. Then, like, he, man, we was all this sitting. This was the Super Bowl? This was before the Super Bowl. We That's all playing dominoes at the table. That's like, we saw at the table. And, like, bro, I'm going to win MVP. And I'm like, man, I don't know what y'all talking about, bro. Like, That's I'm going to win MVP. Like, we was just bullshitting at the table. Damn. And then you go into the game, bro, and we we all had great games. And then for, like, me to, like, win, like, Super Bowl MVP, bro, it wouldn't have got there if it wasn't for a key, bro. It wouldn't have got there for a key, like, Starting it off, and battery. So I'm, I'm always for like energy rubbing off on everybody, bro. You want like that's what you want on your team, and all the great Super Bowl teams that I've been on have always possessed yeah. players like that, people like that, and moments like that for yeah. sure. 
This next one right here is the, the, the emotional post game after Minneapolis, that Minneapolis miracle. And I, you know, I I, uh, I like uh, Justina Anderson, and I saw yeah. this interview. I saw this interview, <laughs> bro. And I can only imagine, like, bro, like, bro, to for the game to be over with, and you had this moment like this, bro. Like, I felt, like, I felt, yeah. I felt that, bro, one hundred percent, bro. This, this was real though. Like, it, I don't know, man. I still kind of look back and was like, this damn, because. Like, y'all don't know, like, it wasn't really just this moment, but it was, like, like just throughout that season. Like, that season was, yeah. like, we had a good season, yep. but, like, individually, like, some stuff was going right, some stuff wasn't going right. You know what I'm saying? And you worked so hard. Like, I worked so hard to try to make it, like, make it go right and to see some things go right and some things don't go right. And then we in the playoffs, we're making a playoff push. And then, like, you know, our first game is uh, New Orleans. Like, that was a good-ass team that we played. Yeah, so, uh... They supposed to win the Super Bowl. 100%. 100%. Yeah. They supposed to win the Super Bowl a couple years. Yeah. So for that to happen, like I saw Stephen A. hop on, like I hopped on with Stephen A. probably like after the game or sometime at a point, he was he was telling me that, uh, do you feel like the play was somewhat lucky? And at the time, I played it cool, like I was like, it's not, nah. like you know what I'm yeah. saying, like I feel like X Y Z. So looking back on it, like I wish I would have told him that. Damn, like one, I wish. Let me see your ass do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just joking, <laughs> but I wish I would have told him that. Like for real, it was it was divine my purpose. Like that was me just falling in line with my purpose for the things that happened the way they happened because. Uh, it could have it could have went another way, but it didn't. So like I got really emotional after the game because it was like they don't know how hard that season was for me mentally and for something like that to happen. It was like the damn God is real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a blessing at the end of the tunnel. Sometimes you just don't know. Right. It's only a, it's only a few that can really like feel that, bro. Like, you know, when I was when I was in that those not it, nothing, you know, similar to that, but when I had moments like that where I could just reflect, you know, at that moment when you're doing an interview and you're talking to somebody, you just, bro, instantly taking back to Little League football, Damn, college, man. all the hard work yes. that you put in. And it's just like a flashback, like mm-hmm. right before, like all the struggles where people said you couldn't, but somehow you made it happen. Mm-hmm. And now you on TV and you just did this, bro. Like it just all hit you once. So I, like, I felt that for real. I, I felt that for sure. But I think the meme has said, they always, I want to grow with Josh. I want to grow with Josh Allen and Josh Allen. <laughs> and Josh, bro, bro, Josh, I know you feel the same way. We had Josh on the show last week, bro. And Josh, Bro, he love you to death, bro. Bro, they they be send, they be uh, always sending it to me when like a new album drop or something like that, yeah. like this. I think it was one like I think I just seen it and somebody sent it to me. They said, "When you hear Rihanna about to perform at the Super Bowl," and I was like, "This damn, I, I, I mean, I still might cry with Rihanna." Perform. Yeah, for sure, bro. <laughs> bro, sure. This, I mean, this bro, Rihanna Super Bowl. Hopefully, hopefully we can. It's going crazy. Hopefully we can take a little yeah, break and yeah, go peek out there. See what's going on. No, I'm joking, bro. The kicker, the kicker from this, the kicker from. The uh, Bengals did that with our Super Bowl no game. Way. He waited outside and watched Dr. Dre, and uh, I think it was fi- it was fifty. And, no, I watched it on TV. Video. No, the kicker from the Bengals didn't go in for halftime. Wow. He, he sat out there and like watched the whole thing on the bench. That's hard. Yeah, it's dope. Like, I mean, you he don't got to go in the locker room, do he? Bro? Yeah, he, uh, he ain't got no adjustments. Like, he, I'm all <laughs> for it. You know, another thing too that you go viral for are your genuine touchdown celebration. Oh my sellies. Yeah. I remember the, first, the very first one that I seen was you caught a touchdown and you did like the, the digs thing. Yeah. And then this was back when hitting them folks was like everything, bro. <laughs> I seen it in the Super Bowl. I seen all that shit. That was, that, that, bro, I think you was you still a young boy then. Yeah, bro. my first game. My first game uh, when I first go to the tub, man. I was yeah, like... I remember that one like it was yesterday. But this one right here, it say Stefan Diggs hit that. Oh, that's genuine. We was... uh So all my celebrations come from my teammates. Like... If they talk about something during the week, they be like, Steph, you got to hit it. You got to hit it. I'll be like, first of all, I got to fucking learn the dance moves. Like, I can't do, I can't just go out there and roll in the dice. So actually, like, we uh, choreographed this. Like, my teammates just showed me or whatever. And we did something last year against Tennessee. I had to remember. The hardest part is, 
Like if I would learn something right now, I could probably like do it. Yeah. But when the game and you gotta you remember, never know, you ain't gonna get that. You never yeah, know you gonna get it. Ain't no music or nothing. You just kind of gotta do it on the fly. One, two, three, four, five, six. So, bro, wide receivers is different. Bro, I remember. Uh, I remember when OBJ hit like the. Uh, the he, moonwalk. He got some of the best choreography. It seemed like he shit. He had them since he was a kid. Bro, he was talking. To, he was talking to Chris Brown. He was talking to Chris Brown in the locker room on Facetime. Talk, they was talking about the moonwalk. moonwalk. Like before he hit it, I'm like, dang! Like wide receivers really put so much yeah, thought into like these celebrations, bro. And they always had some great celebrations, bro. That that one was great, bro. Thanks. Like I said before, the the, the uh, Diggs one, bro. Like. When I, got, I was like, oh, yeah, his last name Diggs, right? He digging, right? He hit the folks at the end. <laughs> so you, chore- you choreographed them like... Hell before? yeah, this is what I was young. When you young, <laughs> celebrating was everything. It wasn't even so much about the touchdowns, more about the celebration yeah, when sure. you're young. Now I'm just I'm just trying to rack up them tugs now, man. I sure. might hit a little something, bust a move, but shit, I'm trying to score now. Sure, man. I mean, with me, when it comes to celebrations, bro, like, I'm at a point now, like, where I just can't hit... It's got to be the right moment for a celebration. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say, like... I just feel like where I'm at, like, especially with my, my career and, like, the expectations that I have for myself. Like, not anybody else... Ex, ex, not anybody else's expectation for me, mm-hmm. but just my expectation for myself. If I get a sack and we and we down... Like, in the, in the, uh, in the Baltimore game, bro, we down 20 to 3. Bro, I'm not about to do a celebration. Yeah, right? can't do the I most. just feel like, just in my opinion, like, I wouldn't want to see, like, me do a celebration... Mm-hmm. When we losing like I get that. It. you know what I'm saying? I, get it 100%. So I just jogged off the field. Well, if it's a if it's a moment like if I get a sack, force fumble for the game, like bro. I'm, oh, you gotta go crazy. Bro, I'm gonna go crazy, bro. Yeah. I'm gonna run around the field and I'm gonna do all type of shit. And for me, it just happened. Like I do, I dance all the time anyway. Mm-hmm. I dance at practice. Like, oh no, I've seen it. All I dance at practice. practice, I dance in the locker room. Like, you don't get tired either. <laughs> I'm just a music, I'm just a music, I'm just a music like dance, like type of guy, bro. Like so I always like dancing. I always like being around music. I like loud music and it just it's just one of those things that keep me going. So I always had like these dances in my pocket. So whenever the game come, when it happened, it just happened. It just Good. it just go. And honestly, for me, like especially like in this last pass game, I got a sack on second down. Like third down came around, bro. I was tired, bro. <laughs> dancing. Not actually to play, like yeah. but from running around uh, and then like yelling. I'm like, damn, I got line up and go again. Third down, bro. Like this shit is a lot. So I be trying to save my energy too, and I just be trying to wait for the right moment. I seen I seen I can attest until. Um, them the real truth that he the mute the loud music thing is a real thing because we listen to the loud music at seven a.m. Yeah. You be in the room by yourself, bro. You, you, be, in a, you be in the uh, defensive line room by yourself, and one day they was like, this, "Damn, like y'all hear that shit?" And I was like, this, "Yeah, I wonder who over there." They probably over there lit. So I went over there. I was like, "This, nah, I'm all in there by himself, just turned up forever." <laughs> I was like, "This, damn, yeah, he fucked with that." But that music just it just got like an energy to it. Like mm-hmm. it don't matter if it's seven a.m., three a.m. 4 a.m. I done had some long nights. Turn, turn, you know, turn. Matter, basically, matter, turn. Right? Once you hear, basically, like, turn. Once you hear like loud music, bro, it just, it just, it's just energy in itself. It's just it's energy going. in itself, man. Another, another moment that you went viral for is, um, you know, when they had hard knocks and everybody asked, you know, your teammates on the Vikings, uh, who would, who would they least like to date their uh, sister? And everybody <laughs> unanimous, everybody was unanimous, and they said Diggs. I think they was hating too though. <laughs> I think they was hating because back then that team, bro, that team, bro, I could have picked some of those guys. And I didn't like, like, phone was like, what am I got? I think I was just an easy target right here, man. Don't believe those guys. Those guys are liars. Only person that's a good guy right there that they're showing is somewhat Adam. Thielen? Yeah, for sure. That's man. my guy. Bro. Or on this Bills team. Like, oh, I love them. Who would, who would you, least. Who, which, 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 I would say, let me, let me write this way. Which Bill would you? Allow to date your sister. I want to do what we'd rather not, but who would I allow? Who's a 
presume good guy on his team. I don't know. Not not uh not Gabe Davis. I said I got Let me find somebody. I need somebody that go to go to mass on before the game and stuff. I mean, I've been around Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox not bad, right? Dawson Knox is good. Oh, Reggie Gillen. Reggie Gillen. Oh, man. He's good. Good guy. He's solid guy. Straight up and down. I, I love him. Uh, you know, Tommy Doyle is cool. Yeah, Doyle's cool. I like Tommy Doyle. I like Mitch Morris. No, give me. Mitch is great. I love Mitch. Is solid. Everybody I love Mitch's everybody. body. Like, That's Mitch's body. We don't even refer to him as Mitch. Give me, no, give me, give me who you at least. Uh, I mean, besides you and myself, you know, I'm sure like, I'm sure they say, I'm sure they say me or you on there. I would probably go, probably Isaiah, man. Like Isaiah, like. Oh, hell no. Isaiah's not going down. No, I would let him talk to myself. I would like Isaiah McKenzie. No, I just wouldn't do it, bro. I'm sure me and you would probably lead those like lists, but I wouldn't like, you know, if I had to pick, like I wouldn't, you know, not, not, not Isaiah. Perfect. I've been around Isaiah on two different teams and he's the same guy. <laughs> That's not good. And I would let Isaiah do it for sure. <laughs> I'm telling Lil Dirty, I can't wait now. You know, you posted back to like another serious note, which is another another reason why, like, you know, like I, I fuck with you for real, is you posted a, a photo of you watching, you know, the Chief celebration in 2021. And that's a hard, that's a hard moment to be in, like confetti dropping. You know, I've been there one time, it's just like, bro, I want to get out of here, bro. But like for you to like sit here and like take that shit on the chin. I mean, that showed you, like, you got some resolve. And that showed you, like, bro, you knew, like, I'm going to be back here. Yeah. I, I'm going to be back here. This shit going to be different. For you to, like, sit there and absorb that in, bro, like, that 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 took a lot, bro. Like, this went viral. And it was super inspiring. It was, it was inspiring to me. And, I, and I'm just sitting here. I'm just sitting here on the couch watching it, man. I'm like, what was, uh like, to post that, what, what was your intention behind it? It was tough because, like, like, I, shit, of course I got hella feedback from that shit, like, good and bad, but, like, People didn't really understand the, the scope of like the work. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like yeah. you know how long an NFL football season is. And it was like COVID year. Like yeah. the COVID year wasn't an easy year for nobody. So it was my first year in Buffalo. And if you ask anybody at this time, you know, like everything went white in that. It, everything went right at that point. You know what I'm saying? Up to that point. So as I see, like I said, I got the perfect story. You know what I'm saying? I got traded here. Things are going great. Yeah. Uh, we got a good team. We got a great quarterback. We're going to the show. You know what I'm saying? And I'm I'm not thinking nobody in my way. So as we get to the AFC Championship, I was like, this shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, another test for us. We're going to get through this. Because the playoff run we had, we beat the Colts. We beat Baltimore. Yeah. I'm like, this shit. Like, we ain't walking through stuff, but we we figuring it out. So in that moment, it was definitely something that was heart-wrenching. Something that, like, it hurt me the most because to see everything go right. And then in one of the biggest moments for us to get to the next level, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's why I aspire to be. I want to play in the Super Bowl. I want to do everything I can. I fell short of it and I felt like I didn't do enough. And then like in that moment, I just wanted to really gas or bring it full circle to be like this. Okay, you put all that work in. You still need to see, you know what I'm yeah. saying? You need to be motivated. You need to be pushed. Because I, it's crazy. You got you ask God for something, he give it to you. And I ask God before every every game continue to motivate me, continue to push me to be a better player. And uh, that obviously was something that pushed me. And then, like, it was crazy because, fuck, next year that we played him, I think, like, we fell short again or we fell short or whatever in the, in the long haul. And I'm like, this, fuck, like, what can I do different? And it's up to this point, I'm like, there's still, you're not, you're, it's not, it's a team game. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's not just one person. You got a great supporting cast. Like, I got a, a great group of receivers. I got a great quarterback. So, me putting it in perspective, I'm like, this, yes, I want to do everything I can for this team, but be you, you know what I'm saying? I had to I had to be like, be you, you know what I'm saying? Play your role, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? Whatever a game requires, you just be that. Like, And don't try to bite off more than you can chew because you can't do everybody's job. You know what I'm saying? That's their job. And they do a great job at it. So why not just trust them? So. 
Man, we're going to get there, fam. 100%. I'm telling you, we're going to get there, man. I don't like making promises, bro. But when you got teammates, they work the way you work. And you got teammates like Josh and everything. Like, we're going to get there. We're we going to get there. I'm going to do everything I possibly oh, can I in my power to, to uplift my teammates. And me personally, like, I'm going to do everything for us to get there. It's a great moment. Um, to win a Super Bowl, it's like football heaven. That's how I described it to, mm-hmm. you know, the Rams last year. Football heaven. When you got the confetti dropping and they play that NFL network film, they play the dun 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 dun. Oh, like, when you're walking out there, fam, and it's just one of those moments that you want, like, I want, like, my brothers and my colleagues to feel that moment. It's mm-hmm. football heaven. That shit go down forever, fam. And I'm going to do everything I can to get there, fam. And we will get there. I'm all about positive, yeah. you know, talking, positive yeah. affirmations, bro. We're going to get there, fam. We can run the footage back. Hell and, yeah, bring you it know, back. We can play it. It might not happen how we wanted it to happen, bro, but it's going to happen, uh-huh. bro, for sure. I'm with you. You know, you had a, another viral moment. It might not have been you, but, it, you know, it was uh-huh. your nephew. Oh, it, it was Aiden. your nephew Aiden. meeting Dak. And um, it, was your nephew, it was your nephew, Aiden. And he's, his favorite quarterback mm-hmm. is Dak. But he he nervously mistook him for Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, man. That's if you if you know my nephew, I don't know. I don't want to say this, but like he might have been trying to be funny because my, <laughs> my nephew has like such a big personality. Yeah. If you just have a conversation with him, he could have been just trying to be funny like in that moment because <laughs> but he is still a little kid, so you never know. But I've been around him and he say like little slick stuff to me, and I'm like, boy, I beat you up, type Bob. So uh he's definitely one of those kids that. Big personality. He needs to. He needs to be on a podcast at yeah. one point, and he needs to have a conversation because he has a lot to say. And saying he has a big personality, he's respectful, and that's my little man. I might have to beat him up still, but that's my little man. Bro, you got to you, bro. But I seen, I seen some some dope clips. I was watching. He said, um, you know, he was watching Trayvon play, and he was like, believe in yourself. Yeah. You can just tell, like. The relationship that Trayvon got with his son, like that's the type of shit that I want to have with my son. Yeah. I want to tell him like to always believe in yourself, yeah. and for him to pay it forward back to his dad on the sideline. That's amazing. That that, that shit was super cool, man. And speaking of Trayvon, oh yeah, my man. What's it like having a brother in the NFL? And how are you both finding success? I know y'all had like some talks when y'all was growing up. Like, what is that like to like be here in this moment to have a brother in the NFL and both of y'all having success? Yeah. You know, you on a cold team, he on a cold team, like... Yeah, um, that shit that shit really crazy because, like, growing up, like, when we was in, like, middle school or high school, like, like I always had the vision, like, going in the NFL. Like, yeah. all of, like us, all, of, yeah, yeah. all the guys that we yeah, had been made, it, it was zero plan B. I was going in the NFL. All this other shit that y'all got going on, uh, this is what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? I get it. I get it. It's ways we got to do X, Y, Z, but I'm going in the NFL. And it was the same for my little brother. It's like, I feel like... I ain't gonna say I paved his steps because he walked he walked his own line. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just try to lead him to the best to the best way I knew. So it's like to see him mature in the process. Like I went to I stayed home for him because I wanted to kind of stay close to him. Yeah. And then when it was his turn, he went to Alabama, and I was like, damn, I probably should have went away. Shit. <laughs> but I watched him at Alabama go through a maturation process of his own too. Like he had got injured. Uh, he played a little bit, and he went to being a starting corner and having highly success. So to see my little brother do that. Then get drafted to our childhood team. Like Dallas was where we grew up liking. It was mine too, yeah. So it's like fucking crazy. It's like, damn, like little bro just got drafted to Dallas. And it was like a full circle moment. Like you it's crazy you bring up Aiden. Before the draft, my brother had like 30 hats. Like at the teams, you know how we, yeah. you know how it is. But you are probably had two hats because you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> bro, I, I, I just knew I was going to the show, bro. So uh before before my brother got drafted, 
his son said he going here and he picked up a Cowboys hat. We got like video of it. So it's like, damn, like he really picked out the Cowboys hat. My brother got drafted to the Cowboys. And then like, as he got in the league, he had his first year and he had dropped like five picks. And I'm like, damn, you forgot how to play receiver that quick because he played receiver in college until his like last two years. Then his next year, he went... Crazy, right? Yeah. So, he, the, he had tw- with yeah, 11 picks. 11 picks. So I said, if you if you caught half of the ball that you dropped, you at least had 10 picks, nine picks. He was like, don't worry about it, bro. I'm going I'm to get my hands on him this year. And like, he had game after game, picks after pick, two picks. Like, I'm like this. He going crazy. Like, so I took a step back from being like his brother. Now I became like a real fan. Like, I'm talking shit. Like, I played like, I'm rooting for the Cowboys. Like, even on my team, like, guys are like this. Your brother ain't got a pick yet. I forgot who it was last year. It was against the Patriots. They was, like, throwing at him, but they wasn't really throwing at him. Yeah. And uh, I was like, is he due for one? Don't worry about it. It'll come when it's supposed to happen. He had got a pick late in the game, and they ended up winning. And I was like, this. I told y'all. So just to have that ability to talk shit behind my little brother, you know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, like, my little brother really him. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not sure. like... It's not like I'm I'm a, I'm a decent player, and my brother got some drop-off. My, my brother's so nice. And it's yeah. like, damn, it's... I feel like my mom should have should have saved some of them eggs or something. Like we could have had <laughs> yeah, a couple more. Back, I've, been around, I've been around Trey, bro. I, I probably spend more time around Trey than I have like you. Yeah. Of course, now we on the same team. I spend more time around you, but you know, for both of y'all to be brothers, bro, like shit yeah. must have been like dope growing up, bro. But he did he did say that you know if he played y'all, if he played y'all, he would lock, he would lock you down. And he said if y'all, you know, he said if he played y'all, that he would lock you down. Like if y'all had ten reps one on one. You know, I don't want it because I got a brother too. I ain't never tried to You know how this shit brother. go. You know how this like, shit if go. You, if you had 10 reps against your brother, like, what you think? I'll probably let him win, like, too. Just because that's fam. Like, yeah, this is my little brother. Like, I want, <laughs> I always tell him, like, so you have, do you have an older brother or a younger brother? I got a younger brother. So look, you can attest, is this true? I call it a little brother syndrome, like, or like a little brother curse that they really can't beat you in nothing. Like, they'll get close to beating you, but yeah. a lot of the times they can't beat you. And I think it's like, I, I play my little brother in Madden and in all those games a million times, but he'll get close and in the end he'll like, he'll like fuck it up. It's it be something mental. Yeah, that something small, yeah, yeah. something yeah. small. Something like, you got little brother syndrome. It happens. You're not going to be able to beat me. Maybe one day. So I think that's going to apply the same shit. We play a game, you know what I'm saying? If I win the battle, I won the war. You know what I'm saying? We better yeah, win that sure. game, but if I win that battle, I could... Talk shit for the rest of it. Bro, I'm like that with my little brother too, fam. Like, bro, we, you know, now we're to the point we both like we both grown and shit. Like we kind of took a step back, but but growing up, bro, like I want to win everything. Like, oh, especially yeah. if my little brother, we he two years younger than me. We go to the same school, we on the same football mm-hmm. team. Like I just I want to win everything. But if it's him, like versus somebody else, and I'm all oh yeah, brother for yeah. sure. But you know, if it's me and him, like I gotta have, I gotta put that thumb on him. I gotta put my foot down. I'm, 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 I'm with you on that. Speaking of, speaking of little brothers, like Josh Allen is is like one of your, your little brothers too, a family too. Like, what has he meant to your career? I know we talked about it earlier. What has he meant to your career? For real, for real. Shit, like, uh, like damn near everything. Like, I ain't gonna cap. It ain't no cap when I say that because Shawty really, like, I say, like, changed my career. Like, from where I was mm-hmm. to how I'm viewed now. Like, I always saw myself as that player, but I, like, it was hard to put the pen to paper because... My stats wasn't a match in it, you know what I'm saying? My play was good, but was it like, you know what I'm saying, as good? Like, I used to run good routes, like, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. But I really wanted to cement myself as one of the best players, if not the best receiver in the league. So when I first got to Buffalo, it was like it worked in tandem. Like, Josh Allen needed a wide receiver, one. Like, you know what I'm saying? He had some good-ass receivers. Like, Josh, John Brown was a hell of a receiver, um, but they needed something, you know what I'm saying? And when I came there, I just 
they embrace me being myself. Like as you can see, like they embrace you being yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you ain't got to be nobody else but yourself you when you get perform. here. That's it. And that's it. So when I saw that, and I, when I first met him, I tell people this story all the time. He said, Steph, like, I was like this, like, I think you're a good ass quarterback. Like, I really do. Like, yeah. I'm saying, like, I'm not capping when I say that. He said, I'm not gonna ask much of you, much of you. And I was like, so what's up? What you need? He was like, just get open and catch the ball. He's like, I don't care how you do it, I don't care none of that. Just get open and catch the ball. And I was like, shit. You sure? Because it's like, it's ways that <laughs> such like, <laughs> I said, you sure? And he was like, he was like, yeah. I was like, shit. And from that point on, we was hooping. And then up to this point now, it's like this shit. How good can we be? You know what I'm saying? Because if you got a good quarterback, you got something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm grateful because I've had some good quarterbacks in the past. Shout out to him. But this that quarterback that I that God had for me at the yeah. end of the tunnel. Like, yeah, I got something for you. Just make sure you sharpen in your blade when it's time. It's gonna, it's gonna cut. 100 percent bro. What what makes what makes Josh special? What, what makes you want to grow old with Josh? Uh, we told him that last week, he kind of turned red a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he get a little shy. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um probably because he's still like a little brother. Like, you know, so I have a little, I have a younger sibling, but he's like a big little brother. Like he still got the, he's still playful. He's still like got that maturation process that you've seen him grow from a good player to like one of those exceptional players, like MVP candidate mm-hmm. type player. Yeah, Shout out he to He going to be the MVP. You know that's in my opinion. Right now, things looking, he blowing shit out the water. So it's like, he was in the mix last year for just as far as like to see him have success and to kind of see us grow together. That's coming from that little brother and that family mindset because it's like this damn, like we kind of like came up together. Like you, yeah. you the man now, you know what I'm saying? I'm pulling for him in, in ways that people won't imagine. It's just like this, damn, bro, to see him have successes like this. Like, you really that, you really that boy. You know what I'm saying? And he deserve it. Like, how he carry himself, and how he do his own way, too. Exactly. Bro, he's so, he, he's a, I, I call him the Will Ferrell quarterback. <laughs> I can see it. You know, he, bro, he joke about everything. Yeah. Like, he take nothing, he don't take nothing nice serious, mm-hmm. bro. Like, he do, he do shit his way, bro. And it's, it's just dope to be around. You know, both of y'all, bro. It's dope. It's dope to be in the fucking locker room every day with Coach McDermott. Only care about winning. 100%. I think Josh kind of rub off on Coach McDermott. hundred percent. I think 100%. I think he used to be a tough guy back in the day. I heard. I heard. Josh like, gave you like that. he like super cool yeah, now because yeah. of Josh. When I got there, also too, I was like this. They were saying like he was like a little bit more like tight, like on X Y Z. And I was like, shit, like I ain't really seen it. He was like this. Yeah, he's he loosening up a little bit, especially <laughs> when you got here too, like. Josh got Josh got that effect on people also, I think, too. So yeah. even in the game, like, he had that big play in the beginning of the game, and then he had threw an interception. Like, you know, uh, him and Gabe was just wasn't on the same page on something. Like, it was like a 21-yard line. We had converted it. Mm-hmm. Just some small receiver talk. So coming back, he was like this. You know, when a guy gets a pick, like, he usually quarterbacks like, man, I ain't throwing over there no more. Fuck that. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to protect my stats or whatever he is. He has zero of that mindset. He was like this. We had another big play. Gabe had caught it with one hand. Hell of a catch, by the way. Hey, shout out to Gabe. Gabe for sure. One seventy. He said. He said. He said. He said. Don't worry about it. We're gonna. We're gonna go right back at him to Gabe. And I'm like, this, this motherfucker's crazy. <laughs> you know? But but he's just a dog. And like he put us in a situation. He give you confidence as a receiver. Like shit. Okay, some stuff ain't gonna go right. But don't worry about it. We're gonna come back to you and we're gonna hit him where it hurt. For sure, man. Um, I think you know one. I, I want to ask you this one. Thing that the viewers would be surprised to hear about Josh that they didn't know before. But I know last week we talked about him. We talked about him throwing up too. Yeah, I was surprised. Yeah. I wasn't surprised because throughout yeah. this whole time, even in the preseason, like you know, I'd be walking in there and I just hear, a, 
<laughs> no. I'll be like, bro, who is that? Like, and now you just on? now you just like expect it. Now you just expect to like yeah. if you ain't hear if you don't hear somebody like gagging in the background, you like what's going what's on? Going on? What's, what's going, going on? on? So would that be something that you would say? I would have shared that too. Like that's something that don't nobody really know, but he got that Willie Beeman. You know, yeah. Willie Beeman used yeah. to throw up in the huddle. But at least he has enough respect to throw up like before the game type shit. So I'll check on him, like, all right, all right, you threw up yet? And he was like, he'd be like this. Uh Nah, not yet. And I'm like, let's hurry and get that shit out of the way because I ain't trying to hear that shit in the huddle because he'll throw up sometimes before the game and then kind of like when he first get out there. Yeah. And I'm like, this boy, why the fuck are you so nervous? You go out here and hoop. Yeah, like, sure. But it's like he got that that little kid like that, you know what I'm saying, before game, a little bit of jitters and it's like he got an Earl. So, I'm saying, I fuck with it, though. I'm like, this shit. She, for, for me, like, where, when I hear that, like at this point in my career, because I used to be that guy and mine used to be just off anxiety because on teams that I was on, if I didn't get a sack, force fumble, fumble, recovery, touchdown, we might not win the game. Yeah. Even if I do yeah. do that, like it still might be a competition. So yeah. it was it wasn't pressure of of it wasn't pressure from the outside world, it was just pressure for myself. Like I have to go out here and ball. So I used to be in that environment mm-hmm. and like I used to feel like that before games. So now being like year 12 and like being where I'm at mentally, like when I hear that, I just be like. Okay, like yeah, I'm I'm about to go out here and ball out. I got I got us. Don't even trip. Like you get it. I got us. It, now it's now it's like, bro, I'm about to go out here and win a game by myself. Yeah, like, you yeah, ain't even yeah, trip, you feel that shit. Just, just do just do what you do, fam. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it for us, yeah. fam. So it's just become one of those things that you want to hear, fam. You want to hear something crazy? My first game, my first game I ever played was against the Denver Broncos. Oh yeah. And the year y'all won the Super Bowl. So oh, that's crazy. I got to play against no fly. That zone. was Teddy, right? Yeah, I got yeah, to play against yeah, yeah. no fly zone. I played against. You, Shane. Shane Ray. Yeah, DeMarcus Ware. That was Shane's first sack that game, too. I was watching. Like, I went back and watched that game not too long ago. Just some highlights. And I was like, damn, that was my first game. And that's when I... My first game is when I kind of, like, was close to winning the job to be playing on a consistent basis. So I was like this. My first game was against the Super Bowl champion. You know what I'm saying? And that was a good... Y'all team was good as shit. Y'all team... That Peyton Manning ran... Like that was a team full of I had, like yeah, AP two, right? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. He had bust one. He, he had, had bust, bust one. He didn't really have a lot that day, but he had bust one or two. And I was like, the, they got a good ass team. And now looking back and coming full circle, looking at our team, yeah. kind of similar to the team y'all had. 100%. You know what I'm saying? Like a different, different quarterback play a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You're a little younger than Payton. But Manning, the, the but factors that make a Super Bowl team, we got all are there. Yeah. And I'm like, this, damn, that it came full circle again. We we all I always like to, you know, end, you know, my my podcast. We're asking my guys, you know, who are the top five defenses that you face or the top mm-hmm. five corners or a little bit of both? Like, if it's a top okay. five defense and they got this guy, like, what, who gives you, nobody give you really, like, trouble like that, mm-hmm. but, you know, who presents the most adversity whenever you play them? Yeah, I'll give you both. My top five defenses, I'm going to give it to you in general, too, because, like, I remember being young and I was like, damn, these motherfuckers are good. That Denver team was one of the best defenses I played against. Going against the team? Yes. Yeah. When y'all won the Super Bowl, it was like a keep to lead. You know what I'm saying? A grown one keep to lead. Yeah. This ain't no young, you know no, what I'm saying? It's like yeah, he yeah. know his shit. Chris Harris. Chris Harris, you know what I'm saying? People don't, don't really know, but people in football know how yeah. good Chris Harris really is. Chris Harris is one of the top DBs in the league for a long time. So I went to get Chris Harris, I went to keep to lead, and I went to Bradley Roby. You know what I'm saying? So at that time, I was like, this shit. Like, I really took a lot of lumps as a young kid that I see receivers now might not ever take, you know what I'm saying? But I took it on the chin because, like, I felt like it was going to make me better. So, like, Denver was a was a tough task. Seattle was a tough task back then. Like, you know how good yeah, Seattle was. Yeah. was. I was like, Richard stuff. Sherman yeah. and all, them, all those guys. I was like, damn, like, when I first got in the league, 
it was weird because in college, you these you think these guys are in the league. It's like it's kind of like far removed. But as I got in, I'm like, damn, I'm playing against these motherfuckers. These motherfuckers, I got a who. Like I gotta, I gotta contribute. So uh him, a prom, a prom Patrick Peterson is really still oh, one yeah. of the best DBs to ever sure, play the sure. game, yeah. uh, in my opinion. Um, and now in today's game, I'll give you my shit, my my top. That's a couple of defenses, but we play some defenses now. Uh, Kansas City obviously presumes some type of difficulty because, you know what I'm saying, they do so many different things. And, you know what I'm saying, if they're trying to take you out of the game, it's, it's like as a receiver, it's possible. You know what I'm saying? You can do whatever you can to try to get the ball. Um, and having that offense in mind and those OCs, it really helps. Yeah. But uh, KC is obviously one of the good defenses. Who else did we do we play? Shit. I thought LA was a good team too. Like they, they was a minute on break team. Yeah, I knew I was gonna have it like that offense. Yeah, sure. yeah. I was over there with them boys. Like I, I didn't. I knew that's why I kept saying like, don't blink, don't blink, because at any given moment they can be right yeah, back. Hundred percent, hundred percent. But my, I give you my top, my top corners in the league is obviously Jalen Ramsey is one, uh, one of the top guys. I try not to do one to five, just like one, yeah. one, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, you don't have the rank. Jalen Ramsey, uh, Xavier, Xavier Howard is one of the best. DBs in the league, like get a lot of get a lot of uh get a lot of love, especially from the people in the league. Um, Darius Slay, it's crazy because I played against him and when I was in Minnesota. We used to battle it out. I said Detroit, and I was like, damn, this motherfucker good. Like he's he quick, he fast. You know saying he's still strong. He's like he's one of the best DB uh, Slay. Um, obviously, you know what I'm saying one. I gotta say because he is nice. My little brother, you know what I'm yeah. saying? My little brother, you, my little yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Aside from me and my family, yeah. I think he's very exceptional at the DB position. And I'm trying to remember one more guy. I think uh my our, our guy, for real, for real, um, he might be he might be at the very, you know what I'm saying, them top two, top three when healthy is Tredavious White. Yeah, try, right? sure. yeah, he 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 he's one of those people I see work extremely hard and it translates. So um those are my top guys. And I might be leaving some guys out, but my bad on the defensive tip, you know. I work, I work yeah, out that receiver. Yeah, no, yeah, there's like at all. I work out that receiver. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna end it with a little trivia game. Oh, that they want to play. Y'all we call this, this. We call this the Minneapolis <laughs> Miracle Trivia Game. All right. I'm not gonna put you on the clock or nothing, but I got. Let's see, one, two. Well, we can three, try. We can four, try with a clock. Five, up. Six, seven. I got seven questions I want to ask. You. I'm clutching Family Feud too. If you know Family <laughs> Feud. <laughs> I got this is my first question. How much time was on the clock when the ball snapped? He said it. Uh 14? Shit. He was close. 10, 10 seconds. Damn. I knew it was something shorter than that. It was, bro. 10 seconds, bro. Like, we had no time. Play? I was trying to get out of bounds. Like when I caught it, I was like, shit. He gonna hit me. Let me just fight my way out of bounds, and then I just felt somebody like not hit me. He blinked, bro. He had to blink. He had to blink. He had to blink. He had to blink. <laughs> the rule, the Von rule. This team is don't blink. When I felt somebody blink, I swear to God, I said, "Boy, we go, we go, we go." <laughs> what down was it? Shit, they have a lot of time. Third. It was third down. Oh, third I'm down. one for one. Sure. One to one. Sure. One to one. One to one. Okay, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get you one right here. What what color jersey was you wearing? Oh, I said seen it. Purple. Yeah. That's easy. All right, what about Two this? One. What what cleats did you have on? Uh uh, I know, I know. Um the DS2, the future cleats. Yeah, yeah. yeah DS2, Dirty Sprite 2. That you know, I was going up before the game. 
too close. He's <laughs> right at the end. That's my favorite. That's my favorite. I like Ebon too. I listen to both of them before every game. The two closest defenders when you caught the ball. Um, my man that's from this city, uh, Kenny, Kenny something. Um, Ken, Ken Crowley. Yeah, yeah, Ken Crowley and, and Marcus Williams. I knew yeah. that. Yeah, he got there for sure. He had a, he's, he's having a good-ass career, too. Like, yeah. aside from that play, like, you can see him, he had, like, a nice bounce back. Like, he having a good-ass career. He in Baltimore, actually. Celebration as you cross the goal line. Oh, yeah, I tossed that motherfucker. Like, I was, uh, what's that thing? Are you not entertained? I, <laughs> I think I was, like, in a what's movie show, We need to make that a movie. First person that you hugged after? Uh, he hugged me. Uh, it's one of my, it's my one of my close friends. You know, we were real close back in the day. It was Caleb Jones. Like, um, he was like one of those guys that was pulling for me during the year. Like, was watching me kind of battle that mental process of like shit not going right. I'm like, fuck. And he's just like, it's gonna be all right, but watch, it's gonna work out. It's gonna work out. So he was ran on the field and gave me the biggest hug. I was like, this man, I love you, bro. It was, we, it was lit. That's hard, bro. The relationship that you build with your teammates and shit, bro, it ain't nothing like it, bro. And then you know they. Bro, you know they want to talk. They want to talk about the Chiefs, fam. So yeah. I, you know this. So we like to we like to do our. We like to have every. We like to have a song title for every. We try, we like to treat our season like an album. Hundred percent. So if you had to if you had to name this week's um, song title versus the Chiefs, what would that what would that song title be? Let me see. Let me see. I might have some. Right <laughs> Let me look right here. Um, something had just dropped. Bulls out too. Bulls out too will go <laughs> crazy. Bulls out too. Right, look, look. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking with that. I'm fucking with Bulls out too. I mean, because I mean, we got to play them again. You know, we and you know, a lot of Bills fans had this circle. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. They wanted to see it off the rip. We're going, we're going to see them again 100. I like Bulls out too. Sure. I don't like. I mean, I don't want to take you know Boston Richie. You know his, but some hard, bro. We had to take it, bro. Bulls yeah, out too. Bulls out 2.0. Yeah, 100%. And, you know they. How are we treating this week's preparation? Shit, as coach would say, you know what I'm saying? But uh, also, like you said, just don't blink. You know, we're going into it with the right mindset. Hostile environment. You know, I feel like this team kind of falls in love with that hostile environment. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? We built to win, and we got to do the necessary preparation during the week. Like, he kind of gave us a lot of information as far as, like, what we're doing in the next one. So it's just, like, focus on this week. You know what I'm saying? Take it one play at a time, one day at a time. And he's going to ask for execution because we're going to need a high level of execution in order to win this game. Offensively and defensively, yeah. man. And we know, you know, the Bills fans had this one circled, you know, a long time ago right. after, you know, what happened in the playoffs. 100%. Like, you know, this is a different season, different year. Both teams are different. But I know we both looking forward to this game. 100%. You know, this is uh, this is the biggest game of the year because it's the next, the next game. One. It's the next. You know, so we're going to take this one super serious like we've been doing all season long. Stick to the plan. Take it one play at a time. And always don't blink. And I appreciate you for having me on the show, bro. Oh, man, I appreciate you My coming. Dog, appreciate you on the Vaughncast, man. Y'all tune in. And on a special guest, you said, we, what we're going to have? Travis Kelsey tonight? Yeah, we, we got to have Travis, bro. You got to get, get on here, man. We're going to get him on here, man. We're going to get him on here. Appreciate you. Show, my boy. No doubt. No doubt.